0: Do you hope that you'll have a lot of fun this Christmas with your family? Are you trying to create some really special memories for your favorite people? I can't imagine there is a single mom out there that would say no to those questions. But I definitely can imagine that there are a lot of moms out there that feel a little bit overwhelmed At the the question of how. How do we make this a season, a holiday that is both fun and meaningful? How do we get that quality time with our people when we're so busy and there's so many options of how to spend our time? I know that in my adult years, I have often found myself waking up Christmas morning or, you know, maybe Christmas Eve morning thinking, oh my goodness, how did we get here? How is December already gone and we're already celebrating the holiday and it doesn't always have the same magic and wonder that it had when I was a child. And now that I have my own kids, I am so excited to create that same wonder and and just joy and excitement at the Christmas season. So today, my friends, I'm going to share 12 ideas. Think of it maybe as the 12 days of Christmas, 12 ideas for how you can love your people during this special holiday season with some fun that is also meaningful. Because it's really easy to get trapped in all of the stuff of Christmas and maybe even literal stuff as you are buying presents and miss the opportunity to really enjoy and create wonderful memories for your family during Christmas time. So if you want to have some fun and make it meaningful and do all of that without pulling your hair out, you're in the right place. This is the Love Your People Well podcast, episode number 156, and this podcast is all about helping moms truly enjoy Christian family life, helping you deepen your marriage, enjoy parenting, manage the hard emotions that can come with family life and communicate well and handle all the things that can try to steal our joy, especially during those years when our children are little and this time is precious. And I'm your host, Jess Hayes. I am a marriage and family therapist, a pastor's wife and a mom of four under four. And I am stressed and busy pretty much all the time, (laughs) but I look around and I just marvel at the goodness of God in giving me my husband and my sweet little children. And I am passionate about moms enjoying this time, about moms connecting with their people and finding ways to create those memories and keep Jesus at the center of all parts of family life. And so I am excited that you are here for today's conversation. Um, I do often like to remind folks of my disclaimer that, as I said, I am a therapist, a family therapist in South Carolina, but of course I am not your therapist and this podcast is not therapy. And I know that Christmas can be a rough season There can be a lot of hard emotions, loneliness, and grief, and stress, and we've actually had some recent episodes offering tips and encouragement for for those of us who are struggling this time of year, and so I would encourage you to check those out, and if you really are struggling, you know, schedule a meeting with your pastor, or reach out to a friend, or call a counselor, but find someone to walk through a hard season with you, so that you can be fully present and enjoy this time and create those memories for your family. As I said, we have 12 ideas we will talk through today and I hope it's obvious, they are not the only 12 ideas out there for how to actually enjoy this season and make the most of it. But they are things that I personally have found helpful with my family And um, that I've seen be really helpful for a lot of other women when I have sat down with them in the counseling room or chatted with a friend over a cup of coffee. Sometimes we really just need a little encouragement for how to be intentional during a busy season when it's really easy to get distracted. So the last thing I'll say before we jump into these 12 ideas is I would encourage you, if you haven't yet found some resources to guide you and help you through the Christmas season, I do have some great, really practical, um, very affordable and easy to do yourself Advent and Christmas activities for families and kids. Um, Some devotionals, some story cards to print out and cut out and talk through, um, Christmas cards to decorate, things like that. All of that is on sale right now in my Etsy shop. Just go to loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com, do a search for Christmas, and you'll find all the Christmas stuff there. I am finding after Thanksgiving that the Advent story cards are popping off the shelf, the virtual shelf, of course. just like they have over the past few years and the devotionals. I have a whole family pack. There's a version for mom, dad, kid, or you can get them separately. Um, I know that those are great resources that are very simple and practical to make this a fun and meaningful Christmas season. So I just wanted to point those out over at loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com. Now let's jump into some additional ideas for how to really make the most of this season. And the first that I would highlight is we are heading into December. Take a look at the calendar, all the things that are going on during this month, and make sure that there is an activity on there that covers every family member's top Christmas priority because every kid is different. We all have different personalities, different preferences, which means we're going to create memories in slightly different ways. And so that might be a Christmas movie night that's super meaningful to you and an outing to the zoo when you know it's covered in all the Christmas lights. That might be super meaningful to your child. Um, a special themed food night or Christmas cookie decorating party. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you might do. Um, There might be events going on in your town, with your family, with your church, but take some time to have a conversation with your kids, with your husband, so that everyone's priority is showing up on the calendar. I know for my family, um, one of my daughters is very interested this year in what are the family traditions? My husband, myself, her grandparent, you know what did, what did you do when you were a kid that you loved at Christmas time? And so we're recreating some of those memories, some of those events with her and she's loving it. Um, that's not necessarily something I would have thought of for some of those traditions that just for whatever reason, don't pop in my head today. You know, I'm thinking, how do I create my own traditions? But going back and recreating things and telling her what we did, why we did it, is really special for her this year. And so, whatever that looks like for your family, get everyone's priority on the schedule so you make sure it happens. And then, my second idea here would be while you have that calendar out to make note of special activities that only happen this time of year and what is currently on the schedule, like a part of your normal routine that you might need to scale back on so that you're not overwhelming yourself by just adding, adding, adding. But for a temporary season, you can replace. You can maybe cancel that weekly coffee date with a friend because you're going to go to some special holiday parties and see that same friend or see other friends. Um, maybe it's it's taking a look at the Bible studies that you are a part of, and is there a special Christmas or Advent Bible study that you can be a part of instead? Um, it doesn't mean, of course, we have to cancel all of our normal stuff, but this is a good chance to be intentional about Not just adding on new things, but possibly swapping out or replacing as a special holiday event. Number three, thinking back to what I was saying before about finding a good devotional or something like that, add a special Bible reading time into your family worship time and your personal devotional time. The holidays is a great opportunity to dive into a book of the Bible or to do some sort of study through the Bible. There are some great Advent resources, totally free online. Um, Of course, I'm partial to the ones that I have written, which are over at loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com. But even just opening the Bible and reading one chapter out of the Gospel of Luke every day during December Maybe you read that around the breakfast table, or you read it yourself before you go to bed. Well, there's 24 chapters in the Gospel of Luke. It'll take you right up through Christmas Eve, and then you can, Christmas morning, maybe start back at the beginning since Luke is the Gospel that has the very famous um, stories of of Jesus' birth. But that might be a great, totally free, very doable way To create a memory, create a tradition, and make the season fun, but also meaningful. Number four here is um, thinking about the holiday gatherings that you're going to have. Try to make it a communal event that will really protect you from getting stressed out. So have a potluck dinner party or have a cookie party where all you have to make are cookies, maybe People even decorate them themselves because that's a fun thing you can do at Christmas. You might not do that at your middle of March party that you're having. Like, hey guys, we're all gonna decorate our own food. But somehow at the holidays, that can feel fun and whimsical. Make gingerbread houses and have a little competition instead of you preparing these gorgeous displays for everyone to see. And as you make things a shared event, a communal event, part of the gathering, it protects you from getting stressed out. And it creates those memories. It's fun. It's a unique thing that we can do at the holidays. Maybe that's a white elephant exchange where you're just all getting silly gifts to share with each other. Something that gets everyone involved in making the gathering, the event, the holiday party actually happen without adding all that stress on your own shoulders. Number five here, and this is one of my personal favorites. I think looking at my whole list along with numbers 11 and 12, (laughs) this is one of my favorites that I definitely did not do as a kid. Um, But this is the idea of sprinkling some Bible trivia into the holidays Because especially when your kids are young, that type of activity is fun. My kids love to answer questions and to be successful and to be right. And they love to ask us questions. And and that's just really fun for them. Now, this might look different if you're starting it with teenagers. But, you know, set them up for success, celebrate, make a big deal out of it. And they might roll their eyes, but they're also going to smile. So sprinkle some Bible trivia, Bible conversations into your holiday events. I don't know that I would have thought of this myself, but my husband's family has had a tradition. Like I said, we've been talking a lot about family traditions lately, but I already knew about this one because they still do it. And every Christmas, when they give each other a gift on Christmas morning, they ask a question and you have to answer that question, something about Jesus or Christmas or the Bible. You have to answer the question before you open the present. And they still do that. And sometimes the questions are really hard and people have to help you and that's fine. But just last night, we were prepping our kids for, okay, what questions do you want to ask them when you give them your present? What questions do you think they might ask you? And let's talk about that. And talk about a really easy way to have fun. There was a lot of laughter. They had a great time. And make the conversations meaningful. We were doing that while we had dinner. You could do that um, at a meal time. You could do that while you're in the car. There's all sorts of opportunities. Um, And maybe it's not uh, just asking questions. Maybe it's walking through the Bible stories together and highlighting Um, pieces of the story that you might not otherwise really think about. But talk about it. Share that trivia. Have some fun with the true meaning of Christmas. Number six, set aside some time this year during Christmas. Don't just wait till after Christmas, but take some time to reflect on the past year, what God has done, the incredible ways you've seen him work, the horrible and sad ways that you've seen him be faithful to you because you have really struggled. Um, Take some time to pray over the year that's coming, what you want to be your priority, what you want to change, what you want to grow in, what you want to keep going in because it's going well and you want to continue that. But it can be really frustrating to start the new year feeling like you're a little bit behind or like nothing is different. We're just kind of keeping going and we're White knuckling our way through family life because it's stressful and busy, and the kids take a lot of work. All of that is true. It'll be true next year also that your kids take a lot of work. Cleaning the house takes a lot of work. Marriage can take a lot of work. But if you take some time during the holidays and maybe you combine it with, um, you know, getting out of the house for a short time to just sip a holiday beverage of your choice, you know, the peppermint, whatever, whatever latte, or grab a Christmas cookie or drink some hot cider, light that candle that smells like gingerbread, something holiday-ish, creating a scene for yourself and praying and reading and reflecting that can be so meaningful and also maybe even a little bit relaxing and help you enjoy the holidays. Number seven, maybe this is why I'm thinking about that latte or the yummy smelling candle, but number seven is as you decorate your home or go about your day during Christmas is to engage all of your senses. This is a really great way to create memories with your kids where year after year they just can rest and take a deep breath and they can know it must be Christmas because It smells like pine in the house because we got a fresh Christmas tree or it smells like cinnamon or it smells like nutmeg. You can have um, particular Christmas songs that you play at home again and again and again because it's only one time a year. So you're not going to get quite as sick of it as you might if you played it every day all year long. You can think about your sense of touch and get some soft, cozy blankets, even if you live in the tropics and it's super hot. Well, inside your house, you can wrap up in a cozy blanket or get everyone slippers to wear that are special for Christmas. Make those favorite Christmas foods and cookies. Um, And it doesn't have to be unhealthy. I'm sure there are ways to make vegetables that taste like nutmeg. And I'm not a baker or a cooker. I will not give you any of those suggestions, but I do know, and I see this actually all the time in the counseling room, I know how powerful our five senses are in connecting to memories. There are certain songs that will come on the radio that just instantly transport me back to, you know, seventh grade at the dance with whoever, whoever. (laughs) Some of those are fun memories. Sometimes I want to cringe. But there are certain smells that can just trigger a memory, send us back in time, use that for good, for the power of good, create special Christmas memories with smells and touches and tastes and sights, you know, favorite decorations. Maybe that's even just things you go do looking at holiday lights together in the evening time while you listen to Christmas music, engage all of your senses in an intentional way number eight is to be intentional this year label them name them what are some simple traditions that your family can enjoy year after year that are actually simple that don't really take a lot of work a lot of fuss a lot of stress now for my family one thing that we did often as a kid we're going to do it this year with our kids um, is the driving around town after dark to look at holiday lights that is basically free. You just have to pay for gas. Um, last year with our kids, we did that as what we call a car picnic. We got chicken nuggets and French fries, and you know they sat in their car seats because they're little, and they ate their food while we drove around during dinner time and looked at lights. And that was helpful because when you got home, the kitchen was clean. We didn't have to clean that night, which. Can actually take a lot of time with little kids cleaning up after dinner. They got to have a special treat for food, they got to see the lights. That was a really fun, very simple tradition. I guess you can't call it a tradition the first year that you do it, but we intentionally made it to be a tradition that we can repeat year after year. Um, My mom loves cutting out and decorating Christmas cookies, Christmas sugar cookies with us as kids and now with her grandkids, but find those traditions that are really simple, where it's not going to cost much money. It's not going to take, maybe it'll take a lot of time for the fun part of it, but the cleaning up or the prep work is not going to take a ton of time. Number nine is identifying a tradition of hospitality, something where you can invite other people into your family life into your Christmas that is so meaningful at Christmas to actually have fun and keep things connected, not just to us. What are we getting? What are we doing? But inviting others in. And that might be, um, you know, buying gifts together as a family for some underprivileged families in your community that might be serving together with a local nonprofit Um, we, there's a family here at our church who every year they invite a different family over and they make clay ornaments together. They have very specific rules too. We have been invited before and that is still one of my most favorite ornaments, uh, because they wanted you to make something that represented a big part of your previous year. And, That was very meaningful, and it was time together, and I had never made my own ornament before with clay and put it in the oven and watched it harden, and that's something they do year after year. So what is a way you can invite others in? Number 10, keep that theme of gratitude going beyond the Thanksgiving holiday. That might be a Christmas gratitude jar. You decorate it like Christmas. You put it in the middle of the table Every day, people are writing down something they're thankful for, and then you pull them out Christmas Eve and you read them. Or a special whiteboard that you hang up as part of your Christmas decor, and people can add notes of encouragement or gratitude, but find ways to focus, maybe a holiday-themed version of it, focusing on gratitude. Number 11, and I mentioned before that numbers 11 and 12 are some of my favorites here, Number 11 is to start a family holiday journal or um, some sort of keepsake that might have pictures or written prayers or stories from each family member. Um, I have a friend who just was showing me the other day. Um, She's an older friend, she has grandkids, and they have a beautiful, huge white tablecloth. And every year, whoever is with them at Christmas writes a tiny note and signs their name. And now they have this long history, signatures of people who have passed away, who they don't get to see very often. Start some sort of holiday journal or keepsake to help you actually remember this special season. And then number 12 is to add more prayer into the month of December because I know so many of us find we actually spend less time in the Bible and in prayer as we lead up to Christmas, unless, of course, we're intentional about it with a devotional or something like that, because we're busier and because it gets dark earlier. And so we're often more tired. We're busy. It's cold. We're not necessarily thinking about it. And next thing you know, the time is gone and we have not been reading our Bible, or praying as much as we could be and probably even want to be. So balance out all that extra shopping, all that extra stress with more prayer. And maybe that's just your normal daily devotional time, or maybe it's adding a special prayer at dinner. Um, Maybe it's praying every time that you buy a present or wrap a present, pray for that person. Uh, maybe it's extra prayer around missionaries that you know, or praying for extended family members every night. Pick someone, great aunt Muriel, who you haven't seen in 12 years, but she's still your great aunt and you can pray for her and involve your kids in that. And that's creating memories and it's meaningful. And maybe it's a little bit different. So that is 12 ideas for you, my friend. They are not magic. They are not exhaustive, it's not the only ideas, but if you just pick one and run with it, it's going to help you really have fun in a meaningful way during the Christmas season. I will remind you again to grab my um, Christmas printables and things like that, the devotionals, the story cards, um, coloring cards, all of that is on sale now at loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com. Um, And of course, there's other devotionals and things like that at the main website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. And if you are with us in our Patreon community, the Faith Fiverr Club, we are actually going to walk through my Advent devotional together during the month. And I'll be sharing um, some of the readings and the reflection questions. um, And that's going to be a really fun Unique opportunity to come together around the season of Advent. And so, if you are not yet a part of the Patreon community, I would invite you to join us. We are kicking that off um, this weekend because December is starting and Advent is starting. And so, we're going to walk through that devotional together. You do not have to buy the devotional. Um, Actually, I think it's going to work out to be the same cost if you join the Patreon community versus buy the devotional. Or, of course, you could do both. Uh, because it is super cheap and affordable. And that way you have a little place to write some of your thoughts. But join us there in the Patreon community for our own walk through Advent with Bible readings, reflection questions, journaling questions, uh, maybe even conversation questions with your family. And I know that will be very meaningful and fun. And so I hope that you will join us. And friends, we will be back on Friday for our Friday Faith Follow-Up. But until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.